This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Dubbed by many as the greatest female strawweight MMA athlete of all time, Joanna Yarisek has given fans a number of memorable moments inside the octagon. The former long-time UFC women's strawweight division champion is one of the most popular and successful fighters in the history of the company and is a prime Hall of Fame candidate. The Polish fighter brought an end to her esteemed combat sports career in June 2022 when she announced her retirement following a knockout loss to Chang Wei Li at UFC 275. Hi, I'm ST Sports reporter Deepan Raj Ganesan and in this episode of ST Sports Talk, my colleague Sazali Abdul-Aziz and I are honoured to be joined by Joanna herself. Hi Joanna, so much to talk to you about today. Thank you for joining us and first and foremost, what brings you to sunny Singapore? Uh, UFC, of course. <laughs> Happy to be back to Singapore. Uh, great meeting you guys. And uh, I love this place, you know. I took a big loss uh, last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I fought here, but it was a pleasure for me to perform uh, in the front of Singaporean people. But I've met so many friends from all over the world. And I feel like Singapore is so international from different perspective and I just love it, you know, and it's a great place to be. I love the humidity. I love the heat. (laughs) I mean, like, I love the, I love uh, high temperature, so I feel great, you know. All I need in life is, like, toothbrush, toothpaste, coffee and sun, you know, and I'm good. (laughs) Wow, a real traveller. Besides Singapore, you know, what other countries that you love to visit? Oh, uh, actually, I'm super busy. So last year, I slept home a month, three, four weeks. I spent home and I've been to, I was to 10 countries last year. Uh, I did probably like more than 60 flights. So I visited like, okay, States, Aruba, uh, like Singapore, Thailand, Greece or Emirates. Uh, I don't even remember, oh, uh, Spain. But I love to travel and I love this part of the world, you know, the East Coast. Uh, I live in Poland, but Thailand stole my heart 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I went to Thailand for the first time when I was like, no, like maybe 18 years ago. And it's like second place besides Poland I, I could live, you know. Fantastic. Uh, and of course, you know, you mentioned the UFC, which will make its sixth visit to Singapore at the Indoor Stadium on August 26th. And they'll be bringing a familiar face in Max Holloway, who will take on the Korean zombie. Yeah. How, how do you think... Fight. I'm jealous, man. I, I wish I could be here. I don't know. I will try to do my best to come uh, because I love Max and I, I, I like uh, the Korean zombie. But, you know, honestly, I don't have my favorite fighter, but uh, Max Holloway and the Korean zombie, they always put on hell of a performance. So, uh, guys, you are lucky to have him here performing live Saturday, August 26th. And, uh, yeah... That's the fight which was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's like uh, the neutral's favorite because you know two guys who who like to stand and, and yeah, yeah, strike yeah. and exchange and exchange. And exchange the... You know, they go keep going forward. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Don't I'm blink, looking for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think this fight can be the fight of the of the year. Yeah. Uh, potential. Like, yeah. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, and I feel like uh, Max Holloway, if he wins, uh, he can get the title shot again. You know, like uh, he was so dominant. He was such a dominant uh, champion for. For a long time, you know, and he breaks all the records. But Korean Zombie, you know, like he's at the end of his career, but I think he's still, he's still got it, you know. 
Okay. Um, what has kept you busy, you know, after retirement? Beyond traveling and promotional stuff for UFC, what, what keeps you busy? Uh, I love people. I love learning new things. And I have my foundation. I, I run my supplement line uh, because uh, we, uh, UFC athletes, we are under USADA program, the, the World Anti-Doping Agency. For me, uh, sport is clean only, you know, so I'm producing my own supplements, very pure formula, so we all can use, but I wanted to share my knowledge and I want to share the championship level of supplements with everyone so everyone can take it because I know how important it is to if you want to lose a few kilograms it's not only about strict diet and it's also about what you are putting into your body like water how hydrated you stay supplements vitamins minerals also training wise you know so I have my own like juicers line in Poland like sports equipment line so I have my foundation and uh, I have so many things going on i have uh, four sports five sports actually i want to compete in wow. uh, it's the racing dakar race i want to do dakar race have you ever heard about dakar yes, race yes. yeah that's yeah, a, you mentioned this last year when yeah, you were yeah, here yeah. right so i did two races i okay. became pro so i have the pro license because if you want to race outside poland uh, you need to get this pro license so i did two races i got the pro license actually i did well the last race but i had the surgery two months ago and uh, i need to go through the physical like a can you say rehab or rehab is for only young people no 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 I think rehab yeah, is your, cool, your shoulder, yeah? Your shoulder yeah. surgery right so yeah. uh, I need some time but this year I supposed to learn a lot but you know I'm not a very patient person and I'm surprised how patient and calm I am but I have I want to reach my goals and dreams next year and next few years so that's why I went through the surgery because I couldn't do my ponytail I couldn't wow. uh, I couldn't drive my car so uh, what about driving a racing car you mm-hmm. know you have to be so focused and do crazy fast moves but uh, but definitely and, and in the future I want to compete in ADCC uh, the most prestigious jiu-jitsu nogi competition and uh, as you can see I always look at the big picture you know the small things and small goals uh, don't make me happy uh, but uh, maybe the the value of big competition and big pictures are making me even more uh, motivated. Motivated. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I want to bring Sazalin into the conversation now. What, what do you remember about Joanna? You know, what what made her different from from other fighters? No, no pressure. She's just beside you. <laughs> yeah. No. But but you know, f- first. Hey, I'm I... retired, man. So <laughs> I, I used to say that I I only beat people for money, but now I can do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> she's only like a meter away from me. So no, but for real, you know, first of all, you know, she's think, got a, think uh, twice. <laughs> <laughs> she had she had a she came to MMA with a striking background, and and fans always love uh, fighters who have that you know striking base. They're more exciting than you know grapplers or, or wrestlers so so that was you know obvious can i interrupt uh, because i think that uh, people know more people uh, like fans like yeah. in general the ufc fans are more and more educated mm. so they know more about also the grappling like grappling yeah. game like you said like they uh, used to be boring for them but yeah. of course there are boring grappling matches yeah. but yeah. now uh, i feel like mma grown so much yeah, yeah. and we have complete mma fighters back in the day we used to have like or a striker versus grappler or yeah. two strikers. Boxer and, yeah. or, you know, But now Jiu-Jitsu we have and, like the yeah. second or third generation of MMA fighters and they are complete on every level. So yeah. even the fight on the ground is not boring yeah, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a yeah. uh, couple of uh, years ago, we had uh, 
I think it was Hey, and the fight, the fight starts here, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, the reversals and stuff like that yeah. of, of, you know, submissions, you know, the crowd. Like, Even the know. wrestling, yeah? yeah like, yeah. back in the day, they used to say, Kabipus, Kabipus, like, he's the goat. Yeah. But they used to say that his fights were boring, but not boring anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah, that, that's one thing, her, her striking, uh, you know, made her fan favorite. And, and the other thing is her dominance came during this period of time where, you know, MMA sort of like transcended this niche sport. It became almost like mainstream, you know, for a few years, you know, and it was super hot, you know, with Connor and, and for women's MMA, it was basically Joanna and uh, Amanda Nunes, you know. And Ronda the, Rousey. She was the first one. R- Ronda, yeah. So, so Ronda yeah. sort of yeah. like opened the door and then yeah. you guys kicked it down, you know. Yeah, so, we did. So, for, for a long time, yeah. Yeah, so for a few years, you know, her dominance was, was there and, and she was really one, one of the, the faces of the UFC. Uh, and the other thing that I liked is... You seem very natural as a champion, and you know, you know, some fighters they almost like try too hard to give off this persona, and yeah. you know, like you know, you you can tell it's not who they are. But for you, you, you seemed very natural. I, I mean, you I don't need know to if be you... the champ outside also. The yeah, outside exactly. So... But I remember my first interview when I won some small competition in Poland like <laughs> twenty years ago, and I was so nervous and I felt so embarrassed. And I watched the interview. I don't watch my interviews, you yeah. know, because I'm. I think I w- I'm well-spoken and I, I know what I want to say, so I don't lie, you know. I, mm. I have one face. And uh, when I watched the first interview, I was like, hey, that's not you. you yeah, know? You, you were know, so it's... shy. Yeah. And I promised myself that I have to keep it real, you know. I yeah. can't act, you know. And people, sooner or later, they will know who you really are. So mm. uh, crying, smiling, I'm always real. That's the yeah. that's the point. So. so in the cage, she's dominant. Out of the cage, she's, she kept it real. Yeah. So, you know, that's what made her special. Yeah, perfect combination. Uh, Sas, I believe you have a question about women's fighting and, and how we got here. Yeah, so basically you mentioned Ronda Rousey. You're right, you know, Ronda Rousey took women's MMA to, to different you know, another level. level. To and I feel like your fight with, with uh, Zhang Weili, you know, in, in the, yeah. the first one, sort of took it to another level almost. Um, where do you see women's MMA now and where do you see it going? Oh, you know, I saw that, I saw that like three, four, five years ago. I remember 2016. 2015 actually when uh, I faced uh, Valerie Latourne so when uh, Dana announced the card UFC 193 in Melbourne Australia uh, the show was at the at the Etihad Stadium that time the soccer stadium more than 55,000 people came to watch two female fights like the Kome and main event it was me and Valerie Latourne and the main event was Ronda Rosie and Holly Holm mm. and people were like how you're not gonna fill in the stadium with two women's fight as uh, in fight nights and we did that together you know and we broke some pay-per-view records that time and it was amazing so we showed and we saw that people want to watch high level of female MMA competition and we did that you know and we just grown from that time you know and more and more women or headlining the shows, pay-per-views as well. And it's just amazing. But I see this sport growing, you know. And when you hear about fighting girls, you don't see two girls pulling her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of each other, but uh, you see high-level competition. Yeah. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. And now back to my conversation with Sazali and Joanna. You are, of course, a, a true star in, in women's MMA. And who do you think has the potential to be the next star? 
like uh, women division. Hmm, I really don't know. There's so many names, but uh, you know. There is none who can like hold the belt for longer, you know. Yeah, now yeah. Amanda Nunes is retired, and I don't see anybody holding the, the belt for such a long time. Same with uh, Valentina Shevchenko; she defended her belt, I think, six, seven times. Yeah, or, yeah, there. a few yeah. times. She she lost to Alessa Grasso. Actually, she's uh, facing her in rematch very, very soon. But I think uh, she will be dominant again because I don't see. But few months ago I couldn't see anybody beating Valentina Shevchenko but yeah. it happened you know but I think she will be back to holding the belt the flyweight in the flyweight division and she will hold it for a while but hmm, I don't have any name in mind okay. right now uh, I want to talk about the the retirement uh, was it hard for you at that time to to make a decision to to quit because you had a few more fights on your deal when you decided to call time. It felt right for you at that point of time. Does it still feel right for you now? Yeah, I, I, I signed a new deal before my last fight with Weili Zhang because uh, even after I lost, this is what I very often I say to people, like sometimes it's good to take second place and uh, we are more victorious than the, the first place, you know, than the winner. And I felt like this after the fight, the first fight with Weili Zhang, you know, I lost that fight, but I know I was so close to becoming the champion for the second, uh, strawweight champion, UFC strawweight champion for the second time. I lost, but I gained lots of like respect from people and they knew what's up. And we just, like you said, we brought the women's MMA to different level because the fight was just a war and fire. But, you know, last camp was my, was probably the best camp of my life. So, the way I perform, it motivates me, you know, to reach higher things and break another records. But it was time to stop, you know, because I knew that I can't take more damage. You know, this sport is very beautiful, but brutal in the same mm. time. Uh, and uh, we have to sacrifice. We have to dedicate ourselves physically and mentally during the process, you know, uh, while we're preparing for the for the fight. So I knew that I have so many dreams, so many goals, passions and hobbies I want to do in my life. So life. So I, I, I just had to say that it was enough, you know. But, but what a way to... It's enough, yeah. What, what a way to go out. Everybody talks about that first fight with Zhang yeah. Weili, but the second one was you know, fantastic. Also, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, and you know? I knew that. Uh, like some people are like, oh, she should take another fight because I was not yeah, fighting for two have, years yeah. because uh, there is no sport without fans, any sport, and I couldn't see myself fighting at Apex, which is great because UFC was the only live sports yeah. league. Uh, like horse on the go during COVID, you know, but I couldn't see myself fighting without fans. I need fans. They give me this extra energy. So I perform better uh, that night, uh, the fight night. And I took some break. And some people say that it, it wasn't good that I was uh, facing Weili Zhang right away. But I could not get the money I got. I could not get the exposure I got before the fight. And, and you know, I'm a very ambitious person, so I couldn't see myself facing any other person, you know. All all or nothing, it, it, it was. Yeah. Actually, it was, you mm -hmm. know. So, like I said, last, last camp was the best camp uh, in my life. That's why after the fight, even after I retired, I announced my retirement, I wanted to be on the go. I couldn't, mm -hmm. like couldn't accept my decision, spontaneous decision, but uh, 
like I say, nothing will bring my health back if something happens. Mm-hmm. You know? What What do you miss most about competing? Uh, people, the exposure, uh, actually the emotions, the preparation. You know, I like to be a disciplined person, and I miss this the 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 most. You know. Okay. Um, Setting goals, but I set my goals. You know, I I do so many things. I'm involved. It, it, I'm involved in probably like ten or or fifteen projects. So mm-hmm. I have things to do, but there is no uh, feelings uh, like walking into the octagon, you know, and and, and fighting. Do Do you at all feel like you have unfinished business in in some sense? Somehow we do, you know, and uh, you know, I I I lost my belt in 2017 to Rose, and I was facing this. Uh, I was chasing this so much, you know, but my rematch with her was also good, also close fight. So I was for last six years, I was chasing my dreams so much. But, you know, my legacy speaks for me and it's big. So I, then I realized that I don't have to prove anything to anybody, even to myself, you know. Uh, and yeah. I was good with it. I have to ask this question on behalf of fans who will be tuning in. I have to put it out there. Could we at all one day see you return to the octagon in any circumstance? <laughs> I promise myself that nobody like Dana, UFC, organization, management, money, people, fans, they will not bring me back. Like, But I would love to, you know. I, I was doing this for the last 20 years. Uh, of course, I have different passions, like I said, but uh, that's the one, my love of, love of my life, you know, martial arts, and it's in my veins, uh, in my blood. It's a lifestyle and uh, I don't know, right now I have to say no, but we'll see. Now I have things to deal with. It's my it's my rehab and my shoulder. I need a few more months uh, and after that we will see. You, you, you said... Because, uh, you know, taking breaks is not good. You know, this sport is evolving. Yeah. Mm. We have new girls, tougher, stronger, faster, better, yeah. uh, just better and better. So it's not good to stop. You know, I was very active uh, fighter. I was active champion as well. You know, yeah. I was always ready to ready to answer Dana's phone and, and, and I was always ready. You know, yeah. I always say that I'm the UFC soldier, you know, and, and yeah. they know this, you know. I defended, I won my belt in 20... Uh, 2015 uh, in March uh, in Dallas and I defended my belt on fight night show in Berlin in June just four months later three months we have like April, May, June three months later you know now uh, when I look at the champions some of them they are like too comfy and they get too comfy and you know? they want to hold the belt not fight get all the exposure all the money around they win for the right fight they, 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 yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or the right money uh, fight I'm a warrior yeah. you know yeah. uh, if there is a chance to fight I fight and I'm always ready I was always ready you know? yeah. you're, you're always ready and you mentioned you know that the, the sport is beautiful but also brutal yeah. can you just share with us after that first uh, Zhang Weili fight you know obviously the, the pictures are, you know yeah, but, blew up, but, but it, what what were you feeling when you got back to the wrestling? Uh, I was talking about yesterday uh, with really like I broke my hand twice in the fight. You know, it was Berlin and it was it was Australia uh, six months uh, later, and I was fighting with broken hand. And you think you're like, oh, maybe my my finger was dislocated, you know, but it was <laughs> broken. I always keep on fighting, you know, even with the pain. But the, the adrenaline is so high. But when I got the hematoma, I knew that it was getting bad and bad, and uh, I could possibly be. <laughs> <laughs> Polish Scarface, you know, if my skin break, uh, my whole forehead, but uh, it was getting more and more puffy. I couldn't see well, but I knew that I couldn't give up. Some of the people, maybe they would give up. Yeah. Uh, not me. You not know? Wall, I always yeah. fight till the end, and that's the that's the thing because sometimes we see people like they get kicked or they get 
poked into the eye. You know, I don't blame on them, you know, but hey, if you're there in the best organization, uh, fighting for the best organization in the world, you have to, you mm-hmm. have to take it as it is, you know, and, and fight till the end. And I know that, like, perfect example is uh, Usman, Kamaru Usman and, uh, and Leon Edwards and headshot dead, mm-hmm. one kick, uh, Leon was losing the fight and at the end... Yeah. Of this fifth round, yeah, he knocked the uh, out of yeah. uh, Usman. I was just seeing a clip this morning. I, I don't know why. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, uh, and like you know, that's a perfect example yeah. that mm. we all, no matter what, should fight till the end. You know, yeah. in our lives yeah. as well. You, you, you are one of the leading figures in in MMA, which also meant that you know you're one of the leading female athletes in terms of sport. Uh, women's sport in in general, you know, do you feel it has come a long way of garnering respect and in MMA and beyond MMA? What more can be done to increase this respect? Yeah, some places, some places, some sports. Like not only sports. Uh, a few few weeks ago, I was reading uh, ar- an article about doctors, female doctors, surgeons hitting the how you call it, the glass glass, glass ceiling. ceiling mm. You know, and it's bad. In twenty first century, there is no job or sports or things women can do or shouldn't be doing or can't do. So in 21st century, it doesn't matter who you are, what color is your skin, gender, religion, you can do whatever you want to do. And I think we all should get paid for what we deserve, you know, and it doesn't matter if you male or female fighter or surgeon. Uh, and that's the that's the thing. But you know what? I've never worked at the like in like big company, you know, but you see... Uh, gives the same contract for everyone, you know, the first contract, you know, and it's all up to you. It doesn't matter if, like I said, you're female or my fighter. It's all up to you how you're going to manage your career, how much you're willing to, not only how much you're willing to work, but how much you're willing to put in work, on actu- in actual work, to make it big, you know. And uh, I'm still living my American dream, you know, and they changed my life. Dana, Lorenzo at that time, the whole UFC crew, they have changed my life. And I became pro because of them, you know. But in different sports, like back in the day when people heard about me doing Muay Thai or MMA, they look at me weird, you know. But I knew that that it was going to pay off one day. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Truly, truly inspiring like, words. Like, you know what? Like, uh, soccer, like, uh, women's national soccer team from, from States. Mm-hmm. These mm. girls, these ladies are two times world champions. Yeah. And it's amazing. And I can see that soccer, uh, women's soccer is growing in Poland as well, in Europe, like Barcelona, Juventus, uh, Bayern, even Legia from Poland in Warsaw. They have uh, women's, women's teams team. mm. as well, you know? So, that's that's good. But back in the day, 10 years ago, when I wanted to play soccer, they were like, eh, tomboy, like, no, yeah. just <laughs> why you can't kick a ball, you know? Yeah. So should I just do volleyball because it looks better? No, it's not, you know? You can be yourself. You can be you doing things other, other people think are not good, you know? Like Einstein was crazy. Uh, Kirui was crazy, you know? They call me crazy, but you have to be, somehow you have to be crazy to reach the highest, to reach the top, you know, to reach the stars. And I wish that people will stop doing this, you know, that they, that I'm going to let you, you're going to let me, we're going to let each other be, be who we want to who be. Who we want yeah? to be. Mm-hmm. And we're going to support each other. Because Fantastic. we can yeah. look up the big heroes from the from internet from instagram tv shows uh, sport 
But real heroes, real motivation is always next to us. You know, we we meet our heroes on 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 daily basics, like the store, McDonald's, restaurants, uh, yeah, everywhere. You know. Okay. Uh, my last question for today will be for you to describe. You know. What do you think your legacy in MMA is? You know, I'm very proud that I'm the first Polish uh, female fighter in the UFC, first European female fighter who became the champion, and I'm the third European champion in general, like fighter from from uh, from Europe who became UFC champion. So my legacy speaks for me. I defended the belt for five times. I know that people sometimes describe my career on my last. Two losses, but uh, or the new fans sometimes they don't catch up and they don't mm. know that I was so dominant for such a long time. Here and now, it's good to remember about it, you know. And it took me time to really monetize my career somehow, like be proud of what I approached for so many years because I was focused on the goal so much. But uh, I want people to know that, like I said, no matter. Who you are, what color is your skin, where are you from, what's your gender? You can do it. I could do it. You can do it. You know, and and everything and anything is possible, especially in 21st century. You know, it's been such a pleasure talking Thank to you. you. Uh, I feel I feel inspired talking <laughs> to you, and I'm sure the listeners Kick will as ass. well. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, you. That was a podcast by the Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.